Howdy, y'all, and welcome to the People You Should Meet podcast with me, Brett Christoffel, introducing you to interesting, effective, and sometimes creative folks of all kinds. Thank you for joining us, and now enjoy People You Should Meet. Howdy, y'all. It's Brett Christoffel. I'm here today on People You Should Meet with Daniel Renchez, uh, known as the Vegan Powered Athlete. Uh, leads a vegan lifestyle and is a lifestyle and triathlete coach, plant-based nutrition educator who has completed over 50 endurance events. He is a 23-time Ironman and Ironman 70.3 or 70.3 finisher. Welcome to the show, Daniel. Glad to have you here. Thank you, Brett. I appreciate being on. Thanks for being here. Let's start with where did you grow up? I grew up in L.A. County in a little city called Bellflower uh, near Long Beach uh, in California. So okay. I was there. Yeah, I grew up there, moved away when I was 20 for work. I was in retail management, moved down to San Diego and been in San Diego ever since, what, 28 years now? Maybe 29 years on Sunday, I guess. Oh, wow. <laughs> Fantastic. And what is a kid growing up there? Um, what did you want to? Did you have an idea of what you wanted to do or be or that kind of thing? I mean, as a as a as a younger child, I really wanted to be a veterinarian. And I remember, like, my dad would take me to our <clears throat> local vet on the weekends, and the veterinarian there, the doctor would just let me hang out all day long. So I just got to hang out, watch all the procedures, you know, have them, you know, check in animals and I'd help with some cleanup and stuff. But yeah, so I, I mean, I was passionate about animals, you know, for as long as I can remember. And that's what I wanted to do, but I really cannot get past like, the surgeries and the blood and and then the emotional side of it. It's just so heartbreaking to see animals in pain and not be able to do anything about it. So that part of it just kind of was really hard for me to get over. And I never really pursued going into that field, got into retail while I was in high school and succeeded really fast in retail, moved up into management. I was managing my own store when I was 17 years old, wow. still in high school. So, you know, my first job, I was 13 working at a, at a nightclub, <laughs> this was a nightclub. <laughs> well, but it was before they opened and I was blowing up balloons okay. for the nightclub. So yeah, but at, at 13 years old and you got those big helium tanks, we pretty much stood as tall as I was. And so blowing balloons up and then they pop every once in a while and I was like face level. So I still have like PTSD with like blowing up balloons. I just cannot do it anymore. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So then um, moved down to San Diego with a, a retail job and just um, was in retail for 20 plus years until I kind of ventured out on my own, purchased my own business, started running my own business, did that for 14 years. And 
And during that time is when I got into endurance sports and, you know, eventually the coaching side of it. So, um, yeah, that's how things have progressed. Okay. Now, when you were a kid, did you have a, like a favorite uh, dish or type of food you like to eat or was food just, just something you did? I was really picky as a child. Did not like vegetables at all. And my favorite food, which is so disgusting to think about now, was hot dogs um and raw hot dogs i would eat raw hot dogs it's just oh <laughs> yeah no, I understand. Yeah, so. okay well i guess i'm guessing that's that's changed over the years um yeah what what brought you to focus on plants as a total food source how did that come about so i switched to a vegan diet for health reasons uh, my mom had a massive heart attack uh, March 13th of 2013. So we're coming up on 10 year anniversary of that. Um, so she had a massive heart attack. She was only 56. And I um, went to the doctor a little while after that and was told that I had high blood pressure, I had high cholesterol, and I was borderline uh, diabetic or pre-diabetic. And I had to go on medication for the rest of my life. And I was like, well, is there anything else I could do besides going on medication? And the doctor was, you know, very helpful, you know, 10 years ago. They just kind of wanted to prescribe pills and maybe that's the way it still is. Um, didn't really give me any alternatives, but he did give me a, a crack in the door to do something about it. And he said, you know, I'll give you three months, change your lifestyle and see if he could get the numbers down. And, um, but if they're, you know, if we retest in three months and the numbers are still high, then I'm going to have to put you, I have no choice to put you on this medication. So <clears throat> I took that seriously, you know, and basically what research I could do, just Googling whatever cholesterol and, um, automatically was like, okay, I'll just remove it from the food I eat. So I just went home and everything that had cholesterol in it, in the fridge, in the cabinets, wherever, I just got rid of it. So I pretty much overnight became a very naive vegan. <laughs> um, just by default, I, by getting rid of all the cholesterol food products, mm -hmm. which in turn meant all the animal products. Right. So that's when I focused on just plants and eating plants. Um, I wasn't a very... I wasn't, like I said, growing up as a child, I didn't like vegetables. Um, I wasn't very open-minded about trying new things. I kind of like was set on like certain things. Um, so this really like was the beginning of a kind of like a new journey for me. Um, and I actually started trying new things and <clears throat> started cooking for the first time ever and making meals with plants and was having fun with it. And yeah, at the same time, that's when I got into endurance sports. So, so what you all kind of came you, What brought you into from, okay, I need to change my health because, you know, I want different outcomes than mom had to, uh, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm going to become a triathlete or, or Ironman or what have you. Yeah. How did that, how did that transition take place? So part of 
you know, what I felt I needed to do after I left the doctor was one, change my, my food, even though I, I thought I ate healthy. Um, and I wasn't like, I wasn't, I didn't look overweight and I wasn't necessarily overweight on the scale, like on the, you know, on paperwork, but I was at that point the heaviest I had ever been. Um, and so I also thought I needed to change my lifestyle. I got to the point where I was kind of like, I'd been in retail for so long and like my nights and weekends just turned into like, all I wanted to do was like sit on the couch and watch TV and like drink beer. And I felt I had worked so hard for the 20 plus years in retail that I deserved to like, just kind of like veg and do nothing. Mm -hmm. But that was catching up to me, obviously. So I wanted to, so the second part of, you know, the doctor visit was changing my lifestyle. So at the same time, I thought about doing, like starting to run and there happened to be a half marathon that was like the same weekend around the anniversary, the first year anniversary of my mom's passing. Yeah. So... Um, this was November-ish, right before um, Thanksgiving when I went to the doctor. So then it was like, so I basically had about three months to train for this. And I raised money for the Heart Association at the same time, you know, working my way, training my way to the first half marathon. Um, did the her first half marathon, went to the doctor the week after, retest on, um, on my blood and, and my numbers. and everything plummeted and my doctor was in shock he's like what the hell did you do <laughs> he's like your numbers are like they've dropped like triple digits and I, was uh -huh. like, I just I changed when I was eating and I started running he's like well whatever you're doing keep doing it so I never did have to go on that medication thankfully mm -hmm. um so that was you know I started running and then I fell in love with running and I started doing half marathons and I was at one point doing like a half marathon every month. Um, but I kept getting injured, I guess. Like after that first half marathon, even though I loved it, my knee blew up and I could barely walk after. And I was just <laughs> so much pain. But um, I continued to do them. And then I kept getting injured, different, you know, my knees, my feet, my ankles, whatever. I was like, well, there's something, what else can I do to stay active? and take some of the load off of my body. And I happened to be at a, at a shoe running store, a shoe store and saw a flyer for the triathlon club here in town in San Diego. <laughs> they were having a beginner's meeting, like, you know, or try one-on-one, what, you know, what's triathlon. I, I don't think I ever even heard of the term triathlon before. Didn't know what it was. I mean, at the time I thought the longest endurance event that, any crazy people do is a marathon. <laughs> so um, I was, um, and I was very much, I still am very much an introvert. And for me to like <laughs> go to this meeting to meet new people and, and, you know, it was like the scariest thing that I've ever done in my life. Way but outside opened, the comfort zone. Oh, way outside the comfort zone. But it opened the door and that was the first one that like, open the door to, for me to like step out of my comfort zone. Like, what can I do to step out of my comfort zone now? 
Um, so I went to this triathlon meeting. I was like, yeah, you swim, bike, run. I'm like, oh, my God. Well, I don't like swimming, and I, don't, I haven't swam, and <laughs> I don't have a bike. Okay. But let's try this. So yeah. Good for you. That's, that's how I got into triathlon. Yeah. Crazy. And what what's the most challenging part of, about an Ironman event do you find for you? Um, I mean, that's it's changed over the years. Right now, and probably most of them. I mean, the running, even though that's what was my first passion and I love doing, but in an Ironman, since that's the last event, that typically is the hardest. It's the hardest on the body. It's mm-hmm. usually the longest, depending on how you know good of a biker you are. It's just um, so that's probably the hardest right now um, doing an Ironman. Um, I would say initially for years it was the swim. Could not hated swimming. Absolutely hated swimming. But um, you know. There was something about triathlon that just like I loved. And then it's like you forget about those things that you dislike <laughs> really quickly mm-hmm. during the pain. Um, and then you sign up for another one. And it's <laughs> like, you know, and over the years, and like if I would have given up back then because I hated the swimming, right. I wouldn't be where I'm at now where it's like flipped, where it's like I love the swimming now. And it's probably, you know, the last Ironman I did was Lake Placid last year and I had my fastest swim ever and ranked the highest um, I've ever ranked and it used to be so they you kind of could see where you rank amongst the field uh-huh. between swim bike run and then overall and running I used to rank higher and then biking and then swimming and then a couple years into it it kind of went my biking got better and I was ranking higher with my biking and it was my running then it was my swimming now it's like my swimming's at the top so if I would have given up because I didn't like it initially Uh I wouldn't be where I'm at now right yeah and how long do those usually take to complete um you have 18 hours I think to do them wow so it's a 2.4 mile swim, 112 mile bike, and then a marathon, 26.2 mile run after. So you have 18 hours to do it. Um, I've done them anywhere from just under 12 hours all the way up to I think 14. Wow. You know, depending on how I'm feeling, the train, the course, you know, all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. Do you get do you get at these events? I'm just curious. Do you get a lot of questions or that? Because I'm guessing you wear the attire that lets people know your yeah. power. Um, yeah. Do you get a lot of questions from folks who aren't? I do. Um, it used to be you get more sarcastic questions like, well, "Where do you get your protein?" <laughs> and I actually have not heard that very often anymore, which is a good thing. I think mm-hmm. people are finally understanding that you can get your protein from plants. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, I do get questions. Um, 
you know, how initially I did get a lot of questions. And like I said, I was very naive, not only to eating plant-based or vegan, but also endurance sports. So I didn't grow up doing endurance sports. I was 40 years old when I got into it. I didn't even have high school or PE in high school because I had back problems. Mm-hmm. So even though I felt like I, I lived like a healthy fit lifestyle, I didn't, you know, I didn't do endurance sports. I had a gym membership that I go to a couple of times, you know, a year maybe, <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, you know, being in retail and being on your feet for 10, 12 hours a day, sure. you know, I stayed active. I was always active. And so I felt like I was healthy. Um, yeah. So, um, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. What when it comes to being a, a vegan power athlete? I know that there are people. Who oh, are- the questions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so initially, I got a lot of questions about you know how do you you know how can you eat just plants and then do endurance sports? And for me, I didn't really ever have a comparison because I didn't do endurance sports before I became an athlete. Sure. So for me, it was just, like I said, I was very naive. Like, I guess since I didn't grow up in that, the protein thing wasn't like driven into me. So mm-hmm. it wasn't something I worried about. Mm-hmm. And even today, I still don't worry about it. I just, I just eat plants. <laughs> don't worry about it. I don't count my calories. I don't <laughs> count my macros. I never have. And uh-huh. it's just, you know, and every time I get my blood work, it's great. I continue to get stronger at all my events. So that's yeah, awesome. So I do get a lot of questions. I get a lot more shout outs because I do wear the vegan apparel. Um, so it is a lot of fun to race because I get the shout outs. Um, you know, people will say go vegan or, you know, well, for two reasons, the vegan, but also the beard. So <laughs> the, be- the beard started at the same time. So it all started at the same, like, it was like sort of the sports. Yeah, yeah. I kind of was just, I told myself I'd, you know, just let it grow until it like started bothering me. And it yeah. just never really bothered me. But it was just, <laughs> at, initially, it was just kind of a reminder when I looked in the mirror that I'm on a new journey. And this is like, okay, what I needed to focus on. So, mm-hmm. and the beard just kind of like grew out of that. So, there's the two shout outs I constantly get on the, on the race course. And it makes it so much fun to race Just go vegan or something about veganism. And then, you know, the beard, like fear the beard or go beard or, <laughs> uh, or I get run forth a lot. So my <laughs> hair used to be a little longer and it, it uh-huh. was pretty like, yeah. Run foresty. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I remember, I remember that in, in, in the movie. So about being a vegan powered athlete, there are others that are part of the, group if you will tell me about that so the team the team yeah. vpa yeah mm-hmm. so so vpa vegan powered athlete apparel i kind of initially you know once you go plant-based and you start feeling great and your health is you know skyrocketing and your your numbers that you're getting from your doctor are great you kind of want to tell the world about it, right? And that's, I think all of us vegans kind of go through that phase where it's like, you know, because there's not a lot of us that grew up as a vegan from day one. Right. More and more nowadays, which is great, but most of us 
were on the other side at one point. So when we go through this transformation and we're feeling great and we want to like tell the world about it, I found early on most of my friends and family that were like, you know, they don't want to hear it anymore. They're like fed up with it. It was like they were removing me from like text threads because they don't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> so that's kind of where the idea of apparel came from because I still wanted to like promote the message, but in a different way. If I could do it just by something I wore and and just be an example as I'm out there on the race course, mm-hmm. then great, let's do that. And I started out with just a hat um, back in, I think maybe 2018 was the first hat that I had. And then over time, it's just kind of like grown, you know, hats and t-shirts and other apparel. And then in 2021, we started a team um, of ambassadors that you know had the same philosophies and, and feelings about veganism and wanted to continue to promote it. Um, so we started the team in 2021. We had 34 athletes, um, and then 2022 we had a 99 athletes, and then this year will be the third year. We have 135 athletes. So it's all about just promoting veganism through our actions. Mm-hmm. Um, and through endurance sports. Um, so if we can, you know, just plant that seed in somebody's mind that, yes, you can do an Ironman on a plant-based diet. You don't have to eat meat, resort to, you know, all the pain and suffering that goes through um, getting that food to your plate, then why not, you know? So, so yeah, so it's a great team this year. I'm really excited about it. They're really eager to get, uh, the year going um, and I've seen a lot of interaction of them promoting, you know, veganism through endurance sports. And that's what the mission was all about. So I'm only one person and I can only, you know, get to so many races and spread the message <laughs> so right. much. So having them, it's just, I feel gratitude every day that, you know, that first year in 2021, when, when I did it, I kind of did it at the last minute just because I was getting like, you know, messages from people like, uh, you know, for a couple of years, I had gotten messages, people saying, oh, you should do like a team. And mm-hmm. and then at the last minute in 2021, I'm like, all right, let's do something and just kind of like yeah. threw it out there. Yeah. And I was like blown away by the response. I thought I'd have like Two. maybe six, pe- six <laughs> people that wanted to yeah. like join. So I think we had like 55 applications and 34 right. ended up going through the process of signing up. So, yeah. That's fantastic. And those numbers are just going to continue to jump as people continue to realize that all everything we need is in plants, no matter yeah. how much uh, energy you're expending. Yeah, yeah. And which is weird because in, in endurance sports too, it's like you would think most most athletes are very healthy, conscious. Um, and if you think about, you know, a lot of as a coach now, a lot of the questions I get or, you know, prospective athletes that want to work with me is their concern because they want to, you know, do a plant-based diet, but they don't know how to train on a plant-based diet where it's like, you know, most of what we're training on is plant-based. It's what you're eating outside the training. That's not. So, um, 
that's one of the number one questions I get is people don't know how to fuel for their workouts on a plant-based diet, which is like, you're not typically taking in (laughs) protein during your activity. So, I mean, that, uh, that eliminates most of any kind of animal product already. So you're already training basically as a vegan. It's just, we need to work on, you know, what's happening outside of the training. Yeah. Because when you're doing, when you're doing, when you're doing an Ironman, are you eating at any point during that? Yeah, typically you will. Okay. Especially an Ironman. Yeah. Some of the shorter races you get, but most of it are, you know, carb driven, you know, carbs are going to be the quickest source of fuel for you. So whether you do it, you know, they have all these, um, you know, scientific mixes now, but they're all, you know, kind of carb mixes, fructose maltodextrin, et cetera. So um, whether you do it that route or you actually, you know, do it with a more whole food approach, mm-hmm. you're still focusing on, you know, during an event like that, you know, any kind of run event or Ironman or whatever, <clears throat> you want quick energy. So mm-hmm. the quick, quick energy, it's going to be carbs. It's okay. going to be the fruit. It's going to be, you know, nuts or seed butters, that type of thing. It's great, but that's better for like long-term fruits and stuff are going to be quicker energy sources. As if the seeds and nuts are more fat, you get more fat and the fat's Mm going to be longer term. So it's going to take your body longer to, to burn that and to use that. So you can play around with the whole foods, but it it also depends on like what event you're doing. Mm -hmm. Like I said, so shorter, you focus more on like the fructose and the, the fruit stuff. And then the long term, you could focus more on like the, the, the fat based seeds okay. and nuts. And, but it's all carbs in the end. I mean, it, it's, you're taking the carbs in. There's a certain point your body are, depletes your glycogen stores and you need to give it carbs to get energy. So, mm-hmm. and you actually coach people that, that, want to do this or that do this don't you as well i mean you you're you can be hired as a coach yeah 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 so in 20 i started coaching in 2019 uh-huh. yeah yeah so that came about um so 20 2017 was my first iron man and then um 2019 i got hit by a car on the bike and then i kind of took that downtime. And that's when I really started expanding into the, the plant-based nutrition and the coaching. So I took that downtime and I went through some certifications for coaching. With I did the Ironman certification. And then I also did the um, T. Colin Campbell plant-based nutrition mm-hmm. um, course. Um, I went to New York and did Main Street Vegan Academy. Um, um, so I did all that to get kind of like certified as far as plant-based nutrition, lifestyle, and then coaching for endurance sports triathlon. But, um, yeah, I have triathletes and I have runners that do ultra running. So we take on all those clients. Fantastic. Now, are there any events this year or is there one particular event this year that you're looking most forward to doing? Um, my planning has kind of been on hold a little bit 
for this year because I'm still the body's still kind of recovering because I got hit by a car again <laughs> in October of last year. Um, you you need to stop getting out in front of the, what happened. Uh, uh, the car pulled out. He was parked on the side of the road. It was a one way road. I was just doing some intervals and. He pulled out right in front of me as I was going by, and I was an arrow, probably doing 25 miles per hour. So landed on my head, whipped my head back, tore my lip, um, gash, big gash in my leg. Um, yeah, I mean, it could have been a lot worse than it was. Glad to be alive. Um, but still kind of working through some body issues. So not really sure as far as what my race schedule is going to look like yet but okay. i do have ironman chattanooga this year which i'm really excited about so even if that ends up being my only race or even if i can't i'll still go there because we made it a team event yeah so we're, we're going to have the whole team there which is well, not the whole team but as many of the team members that we can get there as possible it's going to be so much fun and when is that so, um that's september i think september 24th like towards the end of september in chattanooga i'm guessing iron man chattanooga yeah in chattanooga so that's gonna be a fun one because uh yeah there'll be a big contingency of us out there racing with our vegan kits on so it's gonna be a lot of fun that's awesome that's wonderful let me see um what's something about you daniel that folks don't know about you that maybe they should <laughs> um i don't know i mean Let, let's run to your favorite animal favorite animal wow <laughs> that was the hard one too <laughs> I love all animals. Um, we can I even like choose between turtles. a cat and a dog. I love turtles. Turtles? I like sea turtles, especially. Yeah. Probably my favorite. Yeah. Have you had do you scuba or snorkel? No, no. We did do well. So I used to swim a lot more in the ocean here in San Diego. <laughs> and La Jolla has a little cove called La Jolla Cove. So we swam there, and for years we always heard about the sea turtle um, that that was there, but like nobody can ever spot it. And then I did finally spot it a couple of years ago. I was so excited. Um, but I did my first encounter with sea turtles. Um, I think it was. I don't even remember what year. Is before I bought our business because we never took a vacation <laughs> after we bought our business. Uh, so it was 2014-ish maybe. No, before that, 2005, I think. It was right after we got married too. We went to Hawaii and kind of did like the cruise, like the cruise, island the two-day cruise. cruise where they, they go from one island to another. Uh -huh. we, did, we did go scuba, or not scuba diving, but snorkeling off the, the ship or whatever excursion they had and I remember like going down as far as I could go down and at that time at that point we hadn't seen any but I went down as far as I could holding my breath and then like I went probably too far down and I was like oh crap I need to get up so I like try to get 
up as fast as I could. And right when I was pushing up, a sea turtle like swam across and we almost collided. It was crazy. <laughs> so yeah, that was cool to see. Neat. Very nice. Yeah. What about, um, do you have a particular like go-to vegan snack? I do like making, I do like making wraps or burritos. Mm -hmm. So um, I pretty much can make a burrito out of anything, but there is a wrap that I, I like making with like chickpea and like hummus and put some spinach and bell, red bell peppers in it mm -hmm. um, and just like wrap it up and then cut it up into little like segments. So okay. that's a, that's a great snack, especially after doing like a workout on the trails or something like that and come back to the car and having that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, one last question. Um, what book have you read that you care to share or maybe a movie uh, that's been most influential for you? Um, I'm not a big reader. And I okay. don't watch movies. So. <laughs> but, so the only book that I've read recently, and it's hard for me personally to like read it. I can listen to it better. Sure. But sure. Um, the Bhagavad Gita. So I'm very much into like mindset. And that's what I do with our coaching. I coach through Yogi Triathlete. And that's part of um, their big thing is like bringing the mindset and yoga piece to endurance sports so we do a lot of mindset training through them um so the Bhagavad Gita is probably the only book recently I could think of that I've read and then there's a movie that's kind of spawned off or, or is influenced by the Bhagavad Gita and it's um oh now the, the name is missing the name right now um Haswell Smith I'd love Sorry. to jump in with the answer, but I, I don't know what it is. But it, it, it might be. Legend, oh, Legend of Bagger Vance. Okay. Oh, about the golfer, right? Yeah. yeah so that's actually that kind of based off of the Bhagavad Gita. So it wasn't until I watched that movie, and I because I had tried to read the Bhagavad Gita a couple of times, and I was yeah. just like, was having a hard time getting through it. And then I watched yeah. that movie, and it was like, oh making sense now <laughs> so yeah that's amazing no I, I didn't know that they were bringing yoga into that myself I've never been a big exercise person it's hard to guess um but I have dropped a substantial amount of weight and I've do, done yoga three days a week for almost a year now nice and and uh it, it's a tremendous because it's a mental and physical thing yeah um, yeah you care to share about your experience with uh, yoga and, and uh, how it impacts uh, your um, experience? Yeah. So, I mean, we do more of a vinyasa flow. So we focus more on the breath, like mm -hmm. one, one breath, one pose, et cetera. And it's funny because my wife, when we first started dating and got together, she was big into yoga she did yoga and she had all these videos and she did them at home and whatever. And it was like, what's this yoga thing? I don't do yoga. <laughs> and then it's like completely changed now where I'm the one that does yoga all the time and she does no yoga at all. <laughs> it's so funny, but 
Yeah, I think the, I mean, without the yoga, I don't know how I can do day in and day out what I do to mm -hmm. my body. Um, it's a great way to recover, but it's also so good to focus on that breath. And that breath is what, you know, goes back to the mindset piece and meditation and like, <clears throat> excuse me, when you're out on the course and you're just struggling and those, all those thoughts are coming in and it's like, that's what you can always go back to. If you go back to that breath and just think about that breath and count that breath, just like you do in your yoga poses, like, okay, it's like, takes you to this different place where you're just calm and like you can continue to move forward, even though your body doesn't feel like it can right the mind the mind can get your body to go much farther than it thinks yeah that's great it's almost like having a secret weapon yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> that's cool where where can people find you online daniel um instagram facebook it's big empowered athlete um, we do have a team Facebook page as well, or an Instagram page, and it's team. The Facebook is team VPA, and the Instagram is team.vpa. Um, and then the website has all the information, veganpoweredathlete.com. You can email me. It's ieatplants.vpa at gmail.com. So, and all that info is on the website if you're looking um, to get a hold of me. Yeah. That's fantastic. Daniel, I appreciate you taking the time to visit with me today. Absolutely, Brett. I appreciate you letting me come on and share yeah. my story. Yeah, no, I, I, lo I love what you're up to. And uh, uh, maybe I'll catch up with you and the team one of these days. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Brett. See ya.